Hey folks, and welcome to another episode. I really always intend to keep this um, podcast not, or should I say apolitical, but I need to share what I have witnessed this morning. Um, I watched the testimony of the four, well, four of the officers who defended our capital and our democracy on January 6th. And videos were played that the public has never seen before. Um, you know, it's, it's difficult to see that stuff. Um, we all witnessed what happened on January 6th. And it was not a typical tourist day. It was not a lovey, huggy, kissy with the police situation. Um, If you think that, you are being gaslighted. And no one who loves and cares about you, wants the best for you, is going to gaslight you. And it's difficult for people to admit when they're wrong. Um, You know, we all do things that we regret and that we need to apologize for and that are mistakes. I certainly have, and I have learned as I have matured that it is important when I do something wrong to apologize. And I do my level best to do so. And if I don't spontaneously apologize, if someone brings something up to me that I have done to hurt them or wrong them, I will apologize and it will be heartfelt. However, it's important to remember that there are also people in this world who refuse to apologize and who refuse to acknowledge that they've ever made a mistake. That is sad, but it can also be dangerous. And in this situation, it is dangerous. On January 6th, a bunch of people, many who were everyday citizens, and many who had a nefarious purpose went to our capital to subvert our democracy. Because in actuality, they do not believe in democracy. They want a dictatorship because they only want to be surrounded by people who think exactly like they do. And that is dangerous for all of us. Many people who went there that day had no negative intent, but they got swept up. But there were a lot of people who were in tactical gear, had walkie talkies, had earpieces. And according to the officers who were present, and were assaulted 
and evidence being their testimony, not only, but also their body-worn cameras, you can see that that's true. And you can also see it from the news footage of which there are hundreds of hours. The reality is something happened that day and we need to get to the bottom of what it is. And here's how I think about it. If you're a truthful person and your goals are true and not nefarious and negative, then you don't mind the truth coming out about anything because you know the truth. And if you're speaking the truth, you have nothing to worry about. No one in the world is going to believe that you did something incorrect if you tell the truth. And as one of the officers said very well, why is it so hard to tell the truth for some people? Well, I'll answer that for you because I was raised by a mother who lied so easily that it was frightening. So let me give you that example. My mother always had a family photo album, very old, um, out. There's a little, um, like, not pass-through, but a little walkway or, or entry point between our kitchen and uh, the dining room in her house. And there's a little shelf on either side. And on the side by the phone, the landline, she had a phone book. And on the other side, she had this very old family album. So we could look at it all the time. And we did. And I would always look on the back of photos because as you know, your elder relatives always wrote on the back of a photo, uh, the place, you know, the date, who it was, whatever. And she did that as well. And, uh, I can count, I can do simple math. As you know, I'm complex math is beyond me, but I can do simple adding, subtracting. And, uh, I knew that when my parents got married, my mother was 18 years old and it was right on the back of the photo. And she, I asked her about it when I was thinking of getting married very young like that. And she said, no, I wasn't 18. I was in my twenties when your dad and I got married. Now, did I question my mother? And that moment, no, but I knew she was lying and so easily right to my face. So incredibly easily right to my face. Like what you're seeing is not what you're seeing. And that's called, that's what gaslighting is. I would encourage everyone to look up gaslighting, look up the origins of it. And see who in your life is gaslighting you. Because right now, everyone in America is being attempted to be gaslighted. Gaslit, gaslighted, whatever word you use. When people say to you things like, well, January 6th was just a typical tourist day. One of the officers that day who was there has given... He said, I, he said probably hundreds of tours to people 
in the Capitol. And he's never been assaulted. He's never had something thrown at his foot, breaking multiple bones in it that are going to require multiple surgeries, hurting his shoulder. And now he needs surgery on that. He doesn't know when he'll be able to return to work. And uh, the, the reality of the situation is that that wasn't a typical tourist day. Absolutely not. What happened that day is that a bunch of people went to a rally, like many people have done in the last five years, I don't know, hundreds of times, question mark. And they were told to meet the speaker at the Capitol when the speaker had no intention of going to the Capitol because as the current president of the United States at the time, that would not have been safe. Not at all. Okay. But they took it up. And actually there's already been evidence that has come out in the weeks before that, that groups, certain groups were amassing weapons tactical gear, um, and all sorts of things to show up at the Capitol. And yes, there were weapons taken off of people. Absolutely. There was testimony of that this morning in the very first hearing of this special committee. What you have to ask yourself when someone tries to gaslight you is why are they doing that? Why are they lying to you and making you doubt yourself? Because that's really what gaslighting is about. You know, gaslighting was shown in a movie and it was where a husband was turning down the gas lights in his home. And then when his wife said, why are the lights so dim in here? He would say, I don't know what you're talking about. The lights are fine. What's wrong with you? He wanted to put her in an institution. So he did things like that to make her think she was crazy. And then he got rid of her. So when people gaslight you, they want to make you doubt yourself. And part of what yourself is, if you are an American citizen, is that you support democracy, voting, choosing people to run your country that you choose like it says in the constitution when someone becomes a naturalized american citizen someone who has immigrated here like all of your families and mine in the past they become american citizens they take an oath to protect and defend the constitution of the united states from enemies both foreign and domestic. Both foreign and domestic. Foreign means people outside of our country. Domestic means people inside our country. So why would fellow Americans try to get you 
to believe that what happened on January 6th was just a regular tourist day. What are you talking about? There was hugging and kissing. I saw attempted murder of police officers. I've seen it multiple times and now I'm seeing new videos while watching this committee this morning that have not been seen by the American public. Attempted murder of a police officer. Calling a police officer a traitor. Calling a police officer the N-word. Calling him a fucking N-word when he shared who he had voted for in trying to keep the crowd that was in front of him away from Congress. I heard testimony from a congresswoman who was 40 feet away in the tunnels from where the police officers were holding the line. She could hear the crowd confirming what the police officer said, and she could hear them the crowd screaming, death threats, and everything else. So, these are things that are all confirmed by evidence. And when someone gaslights you, they want you to doubt what your eyes see and what your ears hear. Physical evidence that is right in front of you that you can touch or see or hear. My mother tried to gaslight me my entire life and in some situations she succeeded. She succeeded in gaslighting my brother and I into thinking that our uncle was our enemy. When in reality, our uncle would have defended us to his own death because that's what his brother asked him to do. My dad, when he died at only 47 years old, my uncle being 45. My mother gaslighted us so that we had a 25-year separation from my uncle that I had to stop once I turned 40 years old and finally realized that my mother was a narcissistic, gaslighting, two-faced liar who had tried to gaslight me my entire life. And in fact, she gaslighted herself convincing herself that her husband, my stepfather, wasn't physically and mentally abusing my brother and physically, mentally, and sexually abusing me. Gaslighted her goddamn self. She was so good at it, she could do it to herself. And there's someone else that you all know that's doing it to himself. Because the thing about narcissists, malignant narcissists is that they, the gaslighting begins in their own minds for themselves. And then they take it on the road, if you will, and do it to other people, including their own children. But they can lie so easily and so well because they believe it. It's a psychotic part of the behavior. It's a psychotic part of the condition quite frankly. 
And you might say, well, you're not a doctor. You're not a psychiatrist. You're not a psychologist. You're right. I'm just a victim who had to deal with it my entire life. So I am an expert. Not an educated expert. But I've had to live it. And it is very damaging. And that's why I value truth as much as I do. And when someone lies to me, I generally don't give them any more chances. Because I don't want to fucking deal with that, to be honest with you. I had to deal with it my whole life. Don't fucking lie to me. If you have something to say to me, say it. You can say it. You can say you hate me. You can say you don't like me. That's fine. Absolutely fine. But if you lie, I'm coming for you. I will come for you. And I will not tolerate it. Not for one second. Because it's not okay. It's not okay at all. You know, everybody tells little white lies that are inconsequential. Like someone asks you to go out, the night comes, you know, you're with your girlfriends and you're just not up to it. You might say, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm not feeling well, I'm going to stay home. That doesn't really hurt anybody, to be honest. But you should still be truthful. You should just say, I'm not up to it. We've all been kind of made to feel like we can't say that because maybe we'll get talked about or maybe we'll get, you know, at the dinner table when you're not there. But those aren't friends if they're going to do that to you. So just be honest. Something comes up, be honest. Say something came up with my family and I, I can't really get out of it. And I need to go and I'm so sorry, but I really have to. Be honest. Be accurate. And when you hear your politicians or your media stars that you enjoy gaslighting you, you should be able to turn the channel and not get a 100% different take on something. And remember, there's a difference between opinion commentators and news anchors okay a lot of people seem to get their news from opinion commentators and they take it as gospel when they shouldn't so let's start there with not being gaslighted and when someone gaslights you no matter how much you care about them love them like them whatever You should never listen to what comes out of their mouth again because they are malignant narcissists who are gaslighting you for their own fun. And yes, they think it's fun. They get their jollies off of it. (laughs) Look Look at my ratings and how much I can lie and nobody says anything. That's not funny. That's not funny. Especially when it's about really important stuff like vaccines and people who tried to kill police officers and lynch the vice president and subvert democracy. 
That's not funny. There's nothing funny about it. But they think it's funny. They think, look how stupid they are. They believe it. You know who else said that? Adolf Hitler. If you say something loud enough and enough times, people will believe it. And that's exactly why my relatives got murdered during the Holocaust. Because he kept saying over and over and over again how Jews were vermin and disgusting and they were trying to take over and ruin our country. Sound familiar? It should scare the bejesus out of you. It should scare you into insisting that people tell you the truth. Now, you can listen to opinion writers and commentators, but know that that's their opinion and then go look at the facts for yourself and then decide how you feel about it and what your opinion is. Demand truth from people. Give truth to people and demand truth from people because telling the truth won't get you all the friends, but it will get you the right friends. Until next time.